0: Tell me who hath believed, hath believed, our report. And to whom is it revealed, the mighty arm of the Lord.
1: Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church here in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. I'm going to begin this program with a powerful song, Bethlehem. Sung here by Chico Holiday. As I shared before, Chico Holiday was a headliner in Las Vegas in the early 1970s. He appeared with Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, the Rat Pack, the Rolling Stones, Sid Caesar, and a lot of others. But in 1974, he received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior while he was working in Las Vegas. Chico's a friend of this ministry, and you will find in this song two words sung over and over. I believe what do we believe as I have been sharing these past weeks we believe the gospel the death burial and resurrection and what Jesus did for us in that gospel what he did for us in his death what he did for us in his burial what he did for us in the resurrection and then how do we believe when we say I believe how do we believe You know, the first part of Romans 3, 7 gives us a great teaching. It says, for if the truth of God has more abounded through my lie unto his glory. If you look at that verse, if you think about that verse, meditate on that verse, you will find that it says, for if the truth of God, what is the truth of God? The word of God is the truth of God. The gospel is the truth of God. So he's saying, if the truth of God, if the word of God has more abounded through my lie. So what do we do? We hang on to that truth. We trust in that truth. We cling to that truth. We trust that truth more than what we see with our eyes and what we feel. And when we do that, it says it will more abound through our lie into what? Unto his glory. When we trust the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection above what we see, what we hear, what we believe, then it will abound through that lie unto his glory. That truth will manifest in our eyes. Listen, let this song minister to you as it's sung here by Chico Holiday.
2: Bethlehem, he was born there, I believe, yes I believe, Galilee, Jesus walked there, yes i believe get 70. my jesus prayed there Praise for us in heaven, I believe, yes, I believe. time.
1: You a question. Who raised Jesus from the dead? And I'm going to also challenge you, like I have before. I want you to put away everything that you have seen and heard about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, except for the Word of God, the Bible. I want you to forget every movie that you've ever seen about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Every book that you have ever read apart from the Word of God. Every picture that you have seen, every artwork, every depiction, every statue of the death, burial, and resurrection, and I only want you to look of what the Word of God states. And we're going to begin in Romans 1, and this is why. Paul is speaking here. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Paul speaking, he is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He is not afraid to trust in it. He is not timid to use it. Why? Next phrase For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Do you know that salvation encompasses anything that you need at any given moment? If you need money, salvation is money. If you need healing, salvation is healing. If you need deliverance, salvation is deliverance. If you need your sins forgiven, salvation is forgiveness. So the power of God and the salvation comes through what? It comes through the gospel and the gospel is defined in the Bible. It is defined in 1 Corinthians 15 verses one through four. Let's look at them quickly. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. This is Paul again speaking. And right now he is saying, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which you have also received and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved. There's that salvation again. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Do you see you have to believe here? You have to believe the gospel. The next two verses, he defines exactly what the gospel is. He says, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. There, friends, there is our definition of the gospel. That is what we believe in. That's what Paul said back in Romans 1 16. He said, It is the power of God. That gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. We believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And that's what I am here preaching. And we have been preaching the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And I'm going back to the very first thing I said who raised Jesus from the dead? Who? Do you know? Let's take a look. I'm going to go to Ephesians 1 and I'm going to begin in verse 16. These are some powerful scriptures. Ephesians 1:16. Cease not to give thanks for you. This is Paul speaking to the people in Ephesus. I cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Did you know you have an inheritance? Now let's take a look at verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe? Look at those words again. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe? Do you see when we believe it is given unto us the exceeding greatness of his power? It is for us to use, for us to walk in the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to. To the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ. Who? God. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which he wrought in Christ. Look at this next statement. When he raised him from the dead. If you look at these scriptures, the Father is who raised Jesus from the dead. And it is written several times. And we're going to look at this because it's important for our believing. Now let's go to Acts Two verses 23 and 24. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. This is Peter speaking here about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He has just been filled with the Holy Ghost, and he is preaching the gospel to the people around him. He says, He, Jesus, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, You have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Look at this next verse, verse 24, whom God raised up. God raised Jesus from the dead, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. Now let's take a look in verse 31 down a little further. He seeing this before spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, Neither did his flesh see corruption. Look at this next verse, verse 32. This Jesus has God raised up. So now we see in three places here that the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Let's go to one more. This is Psalm 18, verse 4, I'm going to begin in. Psalm 18 is one of my favorite Psalms because it depicts... The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And it shows Jesus in hell. And it shows how he got out. Let's begin in verse 4 of Psalm 18. The sorrows of death compassed me. And the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. We saw in earlier weeks that Jesus went to hell. And here it is describing him in hell. That the sorrows of death compassed me. That's Jesus speaking and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Five, the sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. Do you see right there that Jesus could not get out of hell on his own? It says it right here, the snares of death prevented me. Jesus could not get out of hell on his own. In verse six, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken, because he was wroth. Who was wroth? The Father. Verse 8, there went up a smoke out of his nostrils, fire his mouth devoured, and coals were kindled by it. Look at verse 9. He, the Father, bowed the heavens also, and came down, and darkness was under his feet. Verse 10, he rode upon a cherub and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. 11, he made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. 12, at the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. This is the Father coming down. In 13, the Lord also thundered in the heavens. And the highest gave his voice hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out arrows and scattered them. He shot out lightnings and discomforted them. Now look at verse 15. Then the channels of waters were seen. And the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. This wasn't a quiet thing that happened in a corner. Now let's take a look at 16. He, the Father, sent from above. He took me. This is Jesus talking. Jesus, who could not get out of hell, who cried to the Father. And look what the Father did. He sent from above. He, the Father, took me. He drew me out of many waters. 17. He delivered me from my strong enemy. The Father delivered Jesus from his strong enemy enemy. Do you hear that? The Father in heaven delivered Jesus from his strong enemy. You know, Jesus could not get out of hell. Death was Jesus enemy. Hell was Jesus enemy. Every spirit on him at his death was his enemy and the Father came and drew him out of many waters. If Jesus said he delivered me from my strong enemy, and from them which hated me, look at this next phrase, for they were too strong for me. Jesus' enemies were too strong for Jesus. So what had to happen? The Father came and got him out of hell. The power of God, right back to Ephesians 1, where it states that 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of? of his power, the father's greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. It is a comfort to know that Jesus' enemies were too strong for him. So the father came and raised him from the dead. Jesus himself said, my enemies are too strong for me. So the Father raised him from the dead. Do you know what that means? That means when our enemies are too strong for us, the Father in his exceeding greatness of his power will come and get us out too. You know, I have a perfect example of this. I had someone very close to me that ended up in a situation that was dire. They were in an institution that they could not get out of. And that institution had decided to do a procedure on him that we could not stop. We could not stop the procedure that this institution was going to perform. And we knew that if they performed it, that this close one's life was going to be destroyed. And there was nothing we could do. We called everyone we knew to call. We contacted everyone we knew to contact and nothing could be done. And this procedure looked like it was going to happen. It was dire. They already had a gurney in the room to pick up this one that was close. And the only thing left for us to do was to pray. And we prayed and we trusted God with everything in us. And I remember it was down to minutes and we were worshiping here in church and the gift of faith came up in my spirit and i said out loud you know when that gift of faith is on you there is nothing nothing that can stand in your way and that gift of faith came up and i said you can't have him and do you know at that very moment hundreds and hundreds of miles away the only person that had authority to stop the procedure walked into the room and he came from a long distance and he said, you cannot do this. You cannot do this. And the loved one, the one that was close to me, God delivered, delivered right out of that hands. Why? Because we know the exceeding greatness of his power. We know that Jesus died for us. We know that he was buried for us and that he was raised again for us. That's what we know and that's what I want you to know so that you can also be a partaker of the exceeding greatness of his power. I have just the songs to finish the program More Than Conquerors is ministered here by the My Girls. This group sang together for the first time at their husband and father's funeral. It was beautiful and it was anointed. Why? Because they had been rooted and grounded in the death, burial, and resurrection of their Lord Jesus. Truly, they are more than conquerors. The Brown Brothers will follow with the song Sojourner. It is a beautiful piece written right out of Psalm 39. Let these songs minister to you.
0: give ear to my cry hold not thy peace at my tears refresh my strength before I die I am a stranger as all my fathers were a sojourner with thee I AM A STRANGER AS ALL MY FATHERS
1: WERE A sojourner
0: WITH
3: THEE I
0: WAITED PATIENTLY BEFORE THE LORD AND HE BOWED DOWN AND HEARD MY CRY HE BROUGHT ME UP FROM THE mire. my feet upon high. He put a new song in my fathers were, a sojourner with thee, I am a stranger, as all my fathers were, a sojourner with thee, I am a stranger, as all my fathers were, Sojourner with Thee, I am a stranger as all my fathers were, a sojourner with Thee, I am a stranger as all my fathers were, a sojourner with Thee. A stranger, as all my fathers were, a soldier with thee.
1: Thank you for joining me and the musicians from Water of Life Church. I would love to hear from you. You may reach me by email at Kathy, K A T H I E, at Kathy Davidson dot Or you may write me at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find me on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.